When you need the independence to speak your mind, you take it on the all-new talk radio, Freedom, Freedom. 106.5 FM. I was slapped dead with this conversation, even though I know it was coming this afternoon, and I really want to talk about it, all right? It has to deal with the domestic violence awareness, and we have an advocate, Ms. Carlita Figaro, a past media employee and Trinidadian national. Now, just to give you guys a little heads up on who she is, she's a domestic violence survivor as well and a trained DV advocate support mentor she's now based in jamaica where she dedicates her time to promote domestic violence awareness currently she is a full-time domestic violence advocate in jamaica on behalf of the love life new now love life now foundation a u.s-based domestic violence advocacy and resources organization headed by a trinidadian national founder and president laverne gordon who is also a dv survivor herself Right at the Love Life Now Foundation, their aim is to educate the public and raise awareness around the effects of domestic jace, domestic gender-based violence by highlighting the negative effects of domestic violence, encouraging those affected to speak out, raise the funds necessary to provide resources and the much-needed shelters. And of course, this is throughout the rural area of Jamaica. She's back here in Trinidad visiting, and we're going to be speaking to her right after we take this quick commercial break. Your solution to talk is here. here. The Charmaine Ford Show is on Freedom 106.5 FM. Hosted by Tixie. child, if not our greatest love, from whatever walk of life we come. However, we journey in the face of challenges not of our making. Every child with cancer is a hero and deserves a fighting chance. Race for kids like me who are battling cancer. The RBC Race for the Kids is a family fun race. Raise funds. Raise hearts. Raise hope. Run for us. RBC Race for the Kids, October 15th. Register at rbcraceforthekidstt.com. It's Extra Foods Plenty for 20 back to school specials. Universal Cornflakes, two boxes for $20. Sunshine Cheese Sticks, six packs for $20. Sparkling Bleach, two bottles for $20. Grapefruits Chicken Hot Dogs, two packs for $20. Midable Hash Brown Patties, 10 pack, $20. Quavers Carrots, four packs for $20. Extra Value Powdered Soap, two packs for $20. And so much more. Plus, check us on Facebook and Instagram for even more specials. Extra Foods, always extra by folding doors provide the opportunity to create seamless transitions from interior to outdoor spaces in homes and commercial situations with features such as six to ten millimeter laminated glass smooth operation weatherproof or recessed flat track unobstructed openings all extruded aluminum frame and panel parts all stainless steel hardware and overhead rollers for more information call 223 roof email sales at lifetime solution tt.com or visit our website www.lifetimesolutionstt.com lifetime solutions you can trust your roof to us not again. The last time I had an unwelcome visitor from across the Atlantic, they flooded my entire house and turned everything upside down. I lost all of my valuables. Harvey is packing maximum sustained winds of 90 kilometers per hour. You can't stop the storms from showing up, but you can be ready for them. Start by calling 623-4744 and ask Sagicor General about their home and contents insurance and give yourself a chance at recovery in the wake of the unwelcome. Things you need to know about crime. crime. Did you know? Be mindful of what you share online. Avoid posting sensitive personal information, such as your full address, phone number, or financial details on public platforms. Be cautious about sharing personal information with unfamiliar individuals or through unsecured channels. Tune into Freedom, Freedom. 106.5 for the only talk that matters. This is the all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. Speak your mind. Speak your mind. Engage with Davey on the all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. Thirty-four minutes after the hour of four o'clock, which is roughly twenty-five to five, we want to say good afternoon. If you're stuck in traffic, welcome to Freedom on a Six Point Five FM. Dave in your company in the hot seat, and chatting with me this afternoon is Miss Carlita. Am I pronouncing it correct? Carletta. Carletta. 
I don't like to call people. I ain't Chris Newman. No. Caletta Figaro. Caletta, just pull that microphone closer to you. Not that one. That one. This one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one here. So let me get you nice. So Caletta, welcome to Freedom. Now this is a very serious topic. Eh? I mean, domestic violence awareness and the reasons why people stay in relationships. It's beyond me. Now, every time we talk about domestic violence, people tend to believe that it's only being meted out against women. Mm-hmm. But before we go even further, I mean, first of all, let me congratulate you for picking up this cause. I mean, you're doing it out there in Jamaica, but we have room here for you in Trinidad. <laughs> all right? So anytime, you know, you want to, I feel like it work between Trinidad and Jamaica. You know, you could lend some of your expertise to us as well because I think we need it. And it's something that is ongoing. We don't graduate mm-hmm. from putting information out there and say, well, you know, we have reached the pinnacle. That's, that's it. We have no more info. Info is always coming to hand. I think mm-hmm. this is supposed to be like, like, like law and medicine. Yes. You keep practicing, mm-hmm. advocating for individuals, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to identify when somebody is being violent, domestically violent against you, when it, mm-hmm. where it starts, you know. And I mean... My question to you this afternoon is to tell me what made you to this, uh, decide to become an advocate against it. But seeing that you are a survivor, mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a self-explanatory question. Yes. Yes. What I want to start off with is mm-hmm. how do you help persons to know what advice, what information can you put out there to help them identify, mm-hmm. well, this is what domestic violence looks like. Okay. You know? There are the red flags associated with domestic violence. Mm-hmm. And the red flags usually are stuff like jealousy, isolation. Mm-hmm. They try to keep you from working. So that is financial. They try to make you dependent on them. So it's always there's always the issue that you don't really bound to work. You could stay home. I will take care of you. And family gatherings, they keep you from going to family gatherings or they try to accompany you. So, okay, back it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to stop you from, I want to get a list there. Eh? Yes. So if I talk about employment, you talk mm-hmm. about family gatherings. Mm-hmm. Now, folks, 627-3223-625-2257, uh, please hold your calls for this uh, remaining 26, 23 minutes or so. And let's take those phone calls in the next hour. All right. But if you have a WhatsApp, you can send it to me on 3061065. I really want to cover the basis here. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the employment factors. As a man, mm-hmm. we are sold, we, we are known to be the, the hunters, the providers. Mm-hmm. So I says to you, Kaleta, here's what. You don't bound to work, you know. I have a decent job. We're making enough money here. Mm-hmm. Let me handle that. Mm-hmm. You said that could be a red flag. Yes. But what if I'm just really, you know, wanting my woman, you know, I don't need to just take care of the home, you know. Mm-hmm. But what do you like to do? You like crocheting? You like you like what cooking? Mm-hmm. Where you like to, you know what you like? Rather than have you out there, you know, I ha- I can handle it. So let me handle it. You know, is that a could that be seen a twofold meaning? Uh, one where I'm really trying to push you in a direction maybe that you want to flourish in, or mm-hmm. am I? Uh, is that a sign of stifling? Uh, you know, the person as you say, could it be seen differently? It could be seen differently because old school the ladies would stay home and take care of the home. Mm -hmm. But when this comes now, and I decide along the way, you know what, I want to pursue something, and you get all flared up because I don't want you going to work. I want you to stay home. That is where you take power because you want to be the one controlling the finances. Without my finances, if something should happen, if you should decide to become abusive, I can't do any, I have to stay in this situation unless there's somewhere that I could run. Running now, you run to somewhere that somebody can't afford to take care of you. Mm. Worse yet if you have children. So I am here. My husband has been taking care of me very well. But I have no bank account of my own. I have no savings of my own. So I am now financially dependent. So let's say you decide you pick up a woman and you decide you want to cheat on me. Or as we say, you want to give me a bun. Or a horn. Yeah, a horn. A proper horn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I started to realize you're coming home, you vex all the time, you don't want to talk. Then you start to become abusive. So I decided, you know what? It's time for me to leave. But when I look left and I look right, I don't have a bank account. I don't have a dollar of my own. The fridge packed with food, yes. The house, I have everything. But if I have to run, what do I have to run with? And where am I going? 
who am I going to? Are they in a position to financially maintain me to the standard that you have been maintaining me? So you know what would be the... Either stay and endure. Either stay and endure or run and run right back. All right. So you made that clear. So let's go down the list as we started to identify what it looks like. So you said they don't want you to work mm-hmm. is a red flag. Yes. Isolating you from family gatherings. Mm-hmm. What else? Mm-hmm. Uh, threatening. Threatening to hurt the animals. Threatening to hurt your children or family members if you don't comply with whatever requests. Forced sex. Right? When they force you to all these are red flags that you look out for. Or they calling you every minute. Every minute they want to check in. Or every minute you must check in. Keeping tabs on you. And when you think, oh gosh, this man in love with me, every minute he calling me. After a while that every minute could become a burden. Because it comes to why he didn't pick up. I was calling you, it rings so much and you probably in a situation where you can't take the call at this time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he gets so into this habit of calling you every minute. And when they call, they listen to hear who's in the background. Mm. What area, you know. So this is their way of checking up on you and keeping tabs when you think that they're all in love. And the minute you didn't answer that phone and he started questioning you, you started questioning yourself. Because that in itself is a red flag. By somebody who wants to keep you within their clutches, yeah. Kaleta, mm-hmm. let me talk about the, the red flags on the phone calls. Mm-hmm. You said if that is happening, that raises a red flag. Mm-hmm. And you might misconstrue that to thinking it's love. Now, when you identify this as a red flag, mm-hmm. uh, tell me how much calls... Because you're an advocate, so you would have spoken to persons on this. Mm-hmm. You know, you think one should take mm-hmm. before raising an eyebrow, as it were. Okay. You know, so you're in the relationship. It's fairly new. Mm-hmm. Um, we we are a few months in. We might be living. To be, I might. I'm. You know, these days we can't really put a time frame to when two people, as we say in Trinidad, long time shack up. Mm-hmm. Or when the common the common law situation happened. Mm-hmm. She spent her night, next thing you know, she leave her toothbrush, and next thing you know, the woman in your place. Mm-hmm. As it were. But um can persons exp- let's talk about where do we draw the line as a, as women? Where do women draw the line to say, well, you know what? This is becoming a red flag. This is not good. Mm-hmm. How, how, how do you know? You are infringing on my personal space. So you tell this man this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at what stage in all these phone calls do you think you is... tell them in the earlys, you can't be calling me all this time or every minute. This lovey-dovey honeymoon period have to end at some point. And we have to go to normal where uh-huh. I could live my life and you live your life and we meet up on an evening and we speak about what happened during the day. You can't be calling me whole day to find out what you're doing or, or, or where are you, why didn't you answer the phone? Look how much time I call you. That don't make no sense. You have to pick up on it early and say, listen, I really don't feel comfortable with this amount of calls, you know. Yeah. Because I, I suppose he calling me and I'm in an interview with you. Like right now? Like right now. Yeah. So all these are things we have to keep our eyes open and look out for and look to run before it's too late because mm. this is one red flag that could end up to licks because when you come home and you can't say where you was, even in a regular relationship, you find they raise their hand and that might be the first slap. Hmm. And you tell yourself, oh gosh, you know, he's sorry, he's sorry, he's sorry. But that one slap ends up years of slap, beatbox, planners, everything you could think about. What about in a fit of anger, one or a rage, one mm-hmm. slap is, is meted out mm-hmm. and that person vowed that they will never do it again. Do you think that it, it is possible or do you think that that one slap first mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. run? What that one slap first time, run. Once they have it in them to raise their hand and hit you, at any point, it is going to happen again. A man who don't hit a woman or a man who don't have it in him to hit a woman will never raise his hand and hit a woman. Okay. I like what you said there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to disagree a little bit eh, because I always believe in persons being able to change. Mm-hmm. You know, the, once a thief doesn't mean you're always going to be a thief. Mm-hmm. Or, you know... Persons go to prison, find God, and they mm-hmm. come out, and they're totally reformed. 
they're totally rehabilitated. We have mm -hmm. alcoholics who would tell you they in rehab or they have not mm -hmm. had a drink for 21 years. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they, people can change. I understand what so, you're but, saying. But I hear you. Mm -hmm. And as a survivor, I know no doubt that is, yes. that man hit me or even snap at you too loud right now. You... Now, I laughing in my mind at goodbye. Goodbye, Felicia. <laughs> do you think do you think women look for licks? Um, women don't look for licks. Women could be nagging. Mm -hmm. Women could be all kind of thing. But then we could speak about it. And just like how a, a woman have the right to run, a man, if you see certain red flags, a woman nagging you, she'd want to fight with you and so on. You have the red flag. That is a red flag. Walk away. Because some women, they come from a relationship where they are accustomed fighting. You're not accustomed to that, but they want to bring that to you. Yes, boy. Because they are accustomed fighting. So you yes. know, pick up your clothes and run. It don't make no sense. Yes. You know, because she need counseling. She actually have baggage that she's carrying. She need counseling on how to have a healthy, normal relationship. And then she could move on. You can't come out from... I know exactly what it feels like to accustom fighting. I probably went through it already, put my ex through it because my first relationship I had to fight for nine years of fighting. Wow. So when I met a man who didn't know anything about abuse and beating women, when we have an argument, I would take it to the extreme because I'm accustomed. But he was not like that and I am thankful that today so watch Nakalita. Mm -hmm. You hit the man to slap her. Nah, I never hit him. But you pick up thing, you threaten him, you, you, you no, tell him was, some choice I words. I ready if you want to fight already. <laughs> you're ready to rango tango. Yeah, but he was such a good man, give thanks. He meant to that. Eh? Mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about women who would actually escape the abuser. Mm -hmm. They would actually leave. Mm -hmm. All right. They may not have anywhere to go. One, I mean, let's talk about, are there several different reasons based on, you know, persons you would have helped mm -hmm. during, during your course with mm -hmm. this uh, Love Life Foundation? What are some of the reasons why persons would run back to an abuser outside of financial support and and running to and, and the upkeep? What are other reasons, other factors, if any at all? Actually, it takes between seven to ten attempts for a victim to really leave an abuser. I want you to repeat that. It takes a victim between seven to ten attempts to leave an abuser. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I knew a young lady. Mm -hmm. And I found I found myself accusing her because, you know, all of us used to feel sorry for her, mm -hmm. you know, and she keep going back. Mm -hmm. Not thankfully, she's out of the relationship. She has moved on. She has a new person in her life mm -hmm. and she has a new place and she's out. But I couldn't understand. Mm -hmm. You have no children with this man, not even my business, nothing. Mm -hmm. He ain't working away. You working, actually, mm -hmm. and maintaining this relationship. Why were you running back? I know. And we couldn't, we, we, I mean, pastor talk, this one talk, nobody could really understand, mm -hmm. you know, so, but it took some doing. Yes, because she was in love with him and she was in love with the idea of being in love with him. She was hopeful that he would change and he would always, there's the honeymoon phase where it happens and then he would come and he would cry and he would beg her. Mm -hmm. And say, no, I would never do it again. Please give me another chance. And you go back, you give him another chance. And then two weeks is all that honeymoon phase. You're all, all in love. And then the pressure started to build again because he started to bring back up things from the past. And then you go into the stage where he might hit you again. Then you go into the stage where you all vex again. And then it, it, it is a cycle. Mm -hmm. And you have to wake up and see the cycle that it just keeps happening over every time he beat me. I would leave or I would be angry. Then he come, he begs. And then when he begs, now I go back. And then he, he back in a... And he, he takes two weeks, very nice. Take you out. Take you to dinner. Treat you right. And then it's the same. They don't change. Wow. I mean, I don't know how women... I don't know how people do it. I, I, I can't fathom it. Because mm -hmm. maybe I've never been in a situation like that. Mm -hmm. I've never seen my father um, abuse my mother, even verbally too much or even violently physically you never mm -hmm. he get upset he quarrel wherever mm -hmm. he use your words but he press he's a man when the argument thing he would jump in his car and leave but when he comes back 
He was one if he get vexed, no, he vexed now. When he leave and come back, he vexed again. Mm-hmm. So that's how we used to get us run and get licks now. Because if we're not around to get a lick in one time, mm-hmm. when he come back home, he, had, he, he not enough reminder to beat. We get grounded, take away something, but you know. He was a Capricorn. He, how you know? I am a Capricorn. That's how I am. I don't stay vexed for long. Yeah, he he <laughs> he was a Capricorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he was he was a December. 10th. Well, he was uh, Boxing Day. The day oh. after Boxing Day, December twenty seventh. Okay. He was after Boxing Day because mm-hmm. he's passed now. But the thing is, he would always be angry. He quarrel, and my mother name is Jay. You see this? Look, you see this one? Look, and he gone. Yeah. I have never seen my father raise his hand to hit my mother. Praise she God. will she vex whole two weeks down the road. He come back, he bring her watermelon. You know, she like she like pineapple. Mm-hmm. She like ice cream. When she when she especially ice cream, when he bring the ice cream Russell there. I mean, we just try and watch him, mommy. As he going inside, I don't want to sleep. She playing she shoops and as he going inside, I want she going in the ice cream. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I outside with my bowl, I looking for something <laughs> too. You know, but I've mm-hmm. never seen that. So it's not inculcated in me. Yes. I would I I you know, because for me, how could I say I love you? Mm-hmm. in one breath mm-hmm. and then beat you watch your eyes swell up mm-hmm. maybe knock out a tooth mm-hmm. your lip burst up mm-hmm. I did this you know. and not only that you want to make love in the night because you, yes, you, you, you're coming to, to apologize I'm so sorry and how and can a woman eyes swollen and she had to open her burst, yeah neck you choke torn up death, black and blue but you're looking to climb up love and licks could never mix you're in pain and you're having to please this man I mean, this is the reality of it, you know. Wow. This is the reality. It is what it is, you know. And women have to wake up and come out of this. I was in it for nine years. What motivated... When did you say enough is enough? What was that driving point to say, well, you know what, Mm -hmm. Ronnie? Did you even tell him you was leaving? I didn't tell him anything. I, uh, likewise, I probably left about six or seven times. And the... When I literally left the mm-hmm. last time, because he would always stalk me, he would always threaten me, meet me on the road, scatter all my clothes, put knife to my neck. What? Yeah. Embarrass me. But then this final time now, he called. We had an incident where my I had a newborn baby and my daughter was playing and threw down a glass. And when that wine glass fell and break, I heard the glass break, but I'm nursing the baby. And... um. I heard him quarreling, and he take the glass and stab her on her foot. What? Yes, he stabbed her to the top of her foot by the toe. So, like, he burst her main vein, and the blood started to spray up in the air like this. That his child? Yeah, his child. His first child. Wow. So, when I saw that, I started... That baby mommy screamer? Yes, she was. She still have the mark on her foot. She's 30 years now. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't believe, how could you do something like this? I start, I, I only choke, I get planners, I get all crazy. See, that, that was my wake-up call. He could have killed your child. Yes. At the time, I was selling computers. And he would come out there, he would accuse me of being with my boss, always threatening. And morning, I went to um, deliver the computers. So he refused to keep the two children for me to go. But those days, you know, those component, computer, monitor, printer. Big back kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... I had to take the children with me and a technician because now I have to set up the computer and show them that those days the government given loans. Uh-huh. So while I'm out, as soon as I left, I started to get calls. Oh, I cheated on him. I with this one, I with that one. And when I come home, this was the magic word that made me wake up. He said, when you come home, I'm going to kill you and the two of them and make history in Barataria. Mm-hmm. But after the incident where he stabbed my daughter, I was now financially independent. I was no longer depending on him because I was working. So I actually rented a place. I rented a house at the end of a street in Tunapuna. Mm-hmm. Very far from where we were. Well, not so far, well, but far t- well, out of the way. He had to travel to get yes, to you. Yes, I changed my children's school, daycare, so and I changed jobs without you, him knowing. So how you did... How you, okay. So you get the apartment. Mm-hmm. And it's just sitting there. Have a job waiting. Have a daycare on standby and a school on standby. Right. But you're still she home. was going Barataria Anglican. So it was nothing to move her to Tunapuna Anglican. Right. So how and you get that out? that day now, uh-huh. when he said that, he drinking rum and called to threaten to kill us. Mm-hmm. So I called his sister. I said, where him? She said, he home sleeping. Uh-huh. So he had a home would be... Huh? Go ahead. Home Go would ahead. be... Next to, go ahead. 
Yes, home is next to his sister in Barataria. But where we lived, I was able to move out my stuff. A friend of mine who lived right around the corner, Katia, and she came and she helped me pack up everything. I had a truck take all my stuff and take me to Tunapuna, and I left. After that, I never saw him again within about six months. And by the time I saw him again, he already have another woman. He you already had us. another woman living with, and he left me alone. Mm-hmm. You were a lucky boy. Yeah. So you went to him, he was sleeping when you went? He was sleeping by his sister. By his is, sister? Yeah, which is cool. And you back up close. a truck real quick? Mm-hmm. And I move out. So when he come now looking for me, and he pulled the curtain, it have nothing inside. You see the man thing too? No, he had nothing there. Everything was mine. His oh, stuff sure. was by his sister. Mm-hmm. So he look inside a ballroom? Yeah, when he look inside, because he say he come and knocking, knocking after when he explained what happened, he came knocking. Were you knocking for you ever key? No, what happened after he damaged Anastasia? I had moved and was living in a little apartment not too far from where we were living. Right. So I move out. I tell him, give me a little because I couldn't. I right, couldn't. you couldn't do that. So you take yes. a little space. Yeah. So with that space now, he would come every night and harass me, breaking the apartment. Also, oh, when he come knocking, you bust it from there. So I, when he and I leave curtain and everything, right? Normal. So, so when eventually, he, when he pries open the louvers and he pull the curtain, he, he could have faint. And finally, after nine years of torture, I was able to take my two children and run. So, weren't you okay? He couldn't find you, mm-hmm. and you changed. Well, you can't call your phone because you, you change number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, new phone numbers new now. Phone. New job. New job. So new if you school, go by the work, you can't get one day. So you don't mm-hmm. know where you are. No. He yeah. was going mad. Mm-hmm. How did you way. get in touch with him six months later? Because my daughter was very close to him. That same one. She was seven. And a day I went to work. And instead of going to the daycare, which was right around the corner from the school to meet the little sister, she left the school, took a Mac, walked down to Tunapuna, took a priority maxi, and went and dropped out in Baratari and went by her father. So when you reached looking for her, she... No Anastasia. Oh my, you must be... And when she went there, as far as I heard, he was not there for days. She was just locked up in that little room. She went inside? Yeah. He always showed her where it have a key. So she was in that room for days, about two or three days without him. And I'm scared now to go down there. And when I called now, eventually, he told me that he's not sending her back. So I didn't want that fight that was. So I left him a little while with her. Eventually, when he did let her come back home, it's because the toilet that they were using was not in a good um, condition. Mm-hmm. And the whole of her butt broke out in sores. So how long she his, stayed with him? She stayed with him about two weeks. Just him trying to torture me so that I would be able to come back. And, how, and then he eventually bring her back to you? No, he didn't bring her back. Eventually, he told me, come and take my child. So where was the police and all of this? So, well, obviously, he had to get a new number now. Because I called him. Because you had to call him, right. And those days, because he was a little notorious, the family a little notorious, I was afraid to call the police. So the family was a little little menace on them in the family. And he Mm. was menace. But um, now, in those days, I didn't know what we have today. Today... We have 800 save. Today we have the gender-based violence unit. Today we have hope for women. Today we have me. We have Love Life Now Foundation. Listen. All right. We had to take a pause here, folks, mm-hmm. and go for the news. And then we'll be back with more right here on Freedom 106.5. This story, it just, listen, I hope you could stay with me a little bit, you know, because <laughs> okay. we had to talk. We had to talk. Stick and stay, folks. We'll be back. Welcome to the Overdrive, Overdrive with Davey, Davey, the most electrifying, impartial, educational, and entertaining show on radio. radio. The Overdrive with Davey on Freedom 106.5 FM. Speak your mind. Once again, good afternoon, Trinidad and Tobago, 10 minutes after 5 o'clock. I know I have a 5.30 end with this interview, but I'm keeping you on as long as I could. <laughs> All right, because she is heading back to Jamaica come Monday, so I'm going to wish her safe travels in advance. Miss um, Figaro, mm-hmm. 
Somebody was like, where did she meet him? I joined late. Oh my gosh, this lady's strong. Thank you, lady. Ask her to comment on how to choose men wisely. Um, were they married? Did they have any children? A lot of questions coming in for you mm -hmm. on this. Um, another one says, were the police involved on in all of this? Um, another texter says, I'm listening. My name is Trisha. Very interested in this conversation. It's very, very real. Trisha, I hope you're not in any bacchanal to with your peoples. You know, because this is the program to help you come out of it. It says, can I ask Ms. Figaro, how effective is counseling in solving um, in a domestic violence dispute where both parties can come together again? Hmm. hmm. So, let's take a call. Hello, good afternoon. Um, good afternoon, Miss... What is her name again? Miss Carlita... Caletta Figaro. Caletta. Caletta. That's a nice name. Mm -hmm, it's unusual. It's nice, like a nice voice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, did she say that she went to collect... She went to get the, the, the daughter, the nine-year-old? No, she was seven at the time. She was seven she at was the time. Seven. Mm -hmm. So did she say she, she, went, she went to get her? Yes, I did eventually go pick her up. But how she went to pick her up? Because it was, house, it was like was about living. six months after we broke up and he didn't know where I was. Uh -huh. He had already started a relationship with a woman, living with a woman. Okay. So, you know, by that time he cooled down. Oh, by that he time, cooled down. God, he cooled down. But before that, girl, if I leave, I remember I was living in St. Joseph, Maraca, St. Joseph. And uh -huh. I would live, I was living on a hill, hiding again. And uh, a gentleman came to me a day and he said, you live in that house across there? I said, yes. He said, you need to be careful because there's a man that comes here every day and sits and just look at your house. I went through hell. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So, he, so but um, what I'm interested in, mostly, mm -hmm. how you went and, and, and get the child? All right. You want me to be blatantly honest on national radio? That's what we're talking about. I actually used to work at one point at a place called Prison Officers Association. And I okay. made a call one day, and the person that answered that phone, I was calling somebody else, and it turned out to be a gentleman by the name of Imam Yasin Abubakar. Boom. And after he started to take interest in our case and what was happening, he had, to, he had no choice but to leave me alone because the oh. Imam took it upon himself to make sure that we were safe. Mm -hmm. And okay. that is how I got away. I'm being honest. No, I never went to the police. You went and get the child? Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, interesting. Yeah, so that's how I it was. Okay, there. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. We're taking your calls at 627-3223-625-2257. And your WhatsApp continues to coming at six uh three zero six one zero six five. Another one says, I've been safe for a long time. All right, I'm safe now. Um, Coletta is my younger sister. Yeah, that is my sister. When she said she's Trisha, that's oh, my sister. Well, welcome, Trisha. No, Trisha gonna be hooked on this program now. Eh? No, Trisha, Trisha is a real back analyst. I talk real thing again. You like. know Trisha? Me, well, I know Trisha now. Eh? Well, let Trisha tell you her story. She's also she lost an arm and oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, to domestic violence. Trisha, I hope you ain't mine. I say it. Trisha Gill, I I gain your number now with mm -hmm. your, with your little, with your big sister's permission. Mm -hmm. Um, I have your number here, and you are someone I most definitely. We'd want to talk to sometime next week, you know. Um, yeah, because you can help save another person's life, you know. Yes. Hey, mm -hmm. thanks very much to the to the late Imam boy for stepping in. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was a very soft-spoken individual, mm -hmm. very calm person. But I understand, despite what he did with 1990 and all of that drama, he was mm -hmm. also a person that would stand up for, for, for justice. Exactly. You know, he was a person that would stand up for justice. I mean, let's talk about how long have you been an advocate I have been an advocate, I would say, from, I'm being honest, before this, I would just help women. Women, I did baby bundles in 2014. Hmm. Um, then I, I was just stuck doing baby bundles, packing bags for babies or mummies who are going to have babies and they need help. But then I was introduced to the Hope for Women program last year, January. So this is a program that is spearheaded by a clinical psychologist in the East Trinidad. I don't know if I should say her name, but that program changed my life. She lit a fire under me that I couldn't contain. So from that, I actually real. That is the first time I actually shared my story 
and told was open and let people know exactly what I went through. Before that, I was embarrassed of being uh, abused or telling anybody that, you know, yes, I was abused. I worked in this building and nobody knew that I was abused. Well, this is what I am thinking, mm -hmm. eh, boy? Yeah. This is what. Folks, um, uh, let me ask you this while I have to do something really quickly. You know, let's talk about this question about rehabilitation. Mm -hmm. One texter asked me, do you speak to persons with the point of getting reconciliation? Is it possible? Mm -hmm. If yes, how so? If no, why? No, I don't speak on re reconciliation at all. I speak on you healing and taking care of you. It is up to you if you would like to put back or go back with that person, but I do not encourage it. I do not entertain it. I do not tell somebody to leave their home. It is your choice to leave. But I speak to you about empowering you because if you are being abused and you are financially, what's the word? Help me with Unstable. Unstable. Mm -hmm. You need to take care of you so that you could be able to either walk away or have the power to stand your ground if you should decide to. But I do not speak on reconciliation. That is on you. You know? Wow. So, in your mind, mm -hmm. once you're beaten up on the person, mm -hmm. there ain't no forgiveness. You can forgive, but don't go back. I don't say don't, for don't go back. It is your... It's up to you to go back. But I ain't going back. Hmm. When it comes to the statistics between Jamaica as opposed to Trinidad and Tobago in relation to domestic violence, what mm -hmm. would you say? Is it more over mm -hmm. here? How long mm -hmm. have you been an advocate in Jamaica? I've been an advocate. Actually, I left here to play mass. I, I, I advocated during Carnival where I wore my sisters who lost their life to domestic violence. So right. I had a, 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 a costume that Carrie Marcia, I worked with her Gael, carried Ashanti Riley. Marcia, um, Marcia Henville. Henville, yes. Yeah. Ashanti Riley. And some of the women who lost their life. Yeah, I remember Ashanti. I did a piece mm -hmm. with her. Ashanti and Andrea. And I was supposed to leave here to go to Jamaica to play mass in Jamaica Carnival. Mm -hmm. So I, my costume couldn't go with me. And they were supposed to send it. it my daughter's and they, they dropped the ball. So I actually just went to the carnival and created the awareness, which was well, it so was welcome. Right, so you're living in Trinidad? Mm -hmm. No, I was in Jamaica at the time. To, so, okay. And what happened? I took you're my You living sons. in Jamaica? No, I took my sons after carnival this year. I was to drop them for their dad and come back. But I ended up staying. I got the opportunity after doing the piece um, with... So you, so you abandon your apartment in Trinidad? Or it's no, 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 no. My brother is there. Oh, so you have your place yeah, here? Yeah, and then I have he my children. Yes, yes. Make sure you pay your rent. My brother is a darling. Okay. <laughs> so, Carlitos, brother, if you're listening, uh, mm -hmm. Trisha, make sure you contact brother. Make sure you think or you go for him. <laughs> All right. Um, the thing is, so you're, you now have a, you've found a new life and you're mm -hmm. in Jamaica this time. Of course, CARICOM Nationals, mm -hmm. we can traverse through CARICOM and yes. work. All right. So you're mm -hmm. in Jamaica, um, gainfully employed, I would imagine. I am an advocate with... With this foundation, yes. you're being... So it is more voluntary, but I am hired usually to speak. So you're able so to sustain yourself. So once you are hired to speak, they pay you. I was contacted by the Canadian Embassy in Jamaica to say, Miss Figaro, a lot of people say they are doing what they're doing, but we see that you are doing what you're doing. And we would like to highly commend you. And recently they asked me to conduct a, a, a seminar for them. Listen... I want to be part of your movement, you know. <laughs> a real talk. Mm -hmm. I want to I wanna be a featured speaker with you guys. Nobody can beat me up, mm -hmm. but I do understand the fundamentals and the, and the need for the awareness. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the next forum you're on, send the invite to me. I will be in Jamaica. To, well, provide, hoping that I'm available, you know. Mm -hmm. But I would be willing to okay. come as a member of the media from Trinidad and really speak and, and support mm -hmm. this cause because I think it's necessary, yeah? And you know, the Jamaica media is so welcoming, so much you love. You telling me? Yeah, Bill, I, I was in Jamaica love. last month. Mm -hmm. And I met with uh, CVM, I met with TVJ. I was at CVM, yes. You know, I TVJ. met with... Mm -hmm. I see CVM now revamping and they're doing over mm -hmm. and stuff, you know, and I met with TVJ and stuff like that. So I'll be, out, I'll be back there very soon, you know. Okay. I have meetings to conduct. And I'll be more than happy to be a part of this experience, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, in your experience, um, are many of the murders, you know, domestically related, would you say? Um, what I would say for a fact is that 
what are you asking about locally or in well Jamaica? both i mean you have, you've been jamaica, out there jamaica's jamaica our well the domestic violent rate is jamaica, in jamaica is very high Uh-huh. It is extremely high, likewise here. So even we have less people in Trinidad than in Jamaica. Jamaica is number two in the world in terms of femicide. They rank mm. number two. Honduras is number one. Jamaica is number two. Wow. All right. Oh, um, people don't understand where it's femicide, yeah? Well, femicide is where, is where? men mm-hmm. kill women. Yeah, I just want to put that all there. People, all right. You see femicide and people are like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, femicide, man killing woman, man domestic killing. dispute mm-hmm. situation things, right? And I know for a fact that in Jamaica, if 100 calls come in per day, about 60% is domestic violence related. But if we look at our statistics, if we look closely at our st- statistics, we could be ranking somewhere anywhere right between there you know yeah, I... but we just not looking at ourselves now that you're looking at it now that i'm into this type of um now i'm into dv mm-hmm. i understand what is happening i understand the numbers and um it is alarming it is it is daily and it is alarming and to these men i mean if you had to speak to these men what mm-hmm. would you call them i mean I mean, let's say you want to send a message to someone who feels that they are trapped in a domestic violence relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, there's an old mm-hmm. saying, it's easier said than done. Easier said than done. And um, the statistics is, as I heard you said earlier, um, it is mostly against women and how people think. People think. Right? It's... But it is one in every three women, one in every three teenagers, and one in every seven men. Daily. Wow. This is on a daily basis. Repeat that again. One, one in, in every, every three women, one in every three teenagers, your nice little daughter, 18 years, 17 years. Being beaten by being some... Being beaten and mm. they're coming home very quietly. And one in every seven men who embarrassed. But COVID caused a lot of the statistics to become really alarming. Yes. Because persons who wasn't saying anything before was under so much pressure during COVID. They had no choice. They couldn't leave. They couldn't take it no more. They had to come out and say, I am going through hell, domestic violence. I'm scared it's going to kill me. And that's the thing, eh? people need to, you need to be, you need to be very afraid. Mm -hmm. You know, I know you may not be uh, financially viable to to move on, Mm -hmm. but would you rather lie down in a casket? Mm -hmm. And that is why we are now... Um, encouraging persons, we work with persons like myself, I work with you to create an escape plan. An escape plan, a mm-hmm. safety plan as well as an escape plan. Because you have to find, like me, after years of abuse and years of trying to run, I came up with my escape plan with no help. But now I am trained to help you, whoever you are, come up with an escape plan to be able to live with your life. Where, where, where did you acquire your training? You said you were trained to do this. Mm-hmm. Douglas and Associates. Douglas and Associates, mm-hmm. located? In St. Augustine. St. Augustine. I they... was trained for the Hope for Women program. And I don't know if I was supposed to say this, but yes. No, that's I okay. I am a, a, an advocate with the Hope for Women program. Yes, and this is helping so many women right now to get themselves together, to stand up on their feet and really take charge of their life. It is up to the woman because we do not break up homes. We, our, our, my job is not to wreck home. My job is to set you on the right path to freedom, financial freedom, stability, and safety. Safety being paramount in this, eh? mm-hmm. because I rather be dirt poor, mm-hmm. but I comfortable mm-hmm. than, as you say, be fridge stuck. I had the cable TV, AC mm-hmm. re- in the rooms are comfortable. Mm-hmm. But from the time I hear that car pull up or I hear his voice, I cringe inside. Mm-hmm. My heart started to beat fast because anything off in the house, mm-hmm. I could get beaten. This man used to come home. He would go out and drink and lime. And if he in a bad mood and he come home, I was young. And he would take a cutlass, intimidation, and drag it from one end of the corridor straight down to the next. Put on the music hard. And start a cuss so that the neighbors wouldn't hear him beating me. But they, they knew he used to beat me. So what he beat? 
I can understand an aggravated beating. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's the right thing, mm -hmm. but it has some women what we just call have a hot mouth. Mm -hmm. So when they come mm -hmm. and they talk to the man, you know, the man might think and the saying up now, you know, mm -hmm. men ego very fragile. Mm -hmm. So when this woman started to answer up this man and talk to him a kind of way, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're contributing to a, a measure of abuse. But you come in home and meet me in my bed and starting an argument to be able to beat me. I recently had a conversation with one of my neighbors and he called me because he migrated to the US and um, we are talking and we laughing and talking about long time and he, one of his um, something that he said to me jokingly, which I laugh too because I've grown beyond that. He said, this man in bet he used to beat you in a gill. Him, you could have take licks. And we this is what he's telling you? Yeah. We laugh about it because, come on, that, that's so much a years. You know, I have grown beyond that and ain't nobody's going to beat me again. You know, we continue our talk about domestic violence and being able to escape from it. Somebody says, uh, nice mentor, how could I get involved? Somebody wanted to be a part of the team. How do they do that? All right, well, locally, we need persons who are willing to get on, to get out there, to mm -hmm. be boots on the ground, to be boots on the ground. Um, we actually go to different supermarkets. We go to, this is what I do in Jamaica, and this is what I'd like to start doing here. Once I'm in Trinidad, I am available and anybody who wants to join me, I set up and I give out flyers, I answer questions, and I encourage persons to be their brothers or their sister's keeper mm -hmm. in terms of sharing information, sharing resources. That's uh, that particular interview you had there. Simple, that is a resource. If you want to find a way out, if you want to become independent, you know, financially independent, apply to Netco and start to build your little business. It doesn't happen overnight. Overnight. But it's a but it's a it's, it's a, a way. way out. So sometimes we sit in these relationships for years. And we only run when we when there's an emergency. So look at that as a resource. So we share resources. Mm -hmm. Um in your own like for instance these flyers that I showed you here. Mm -hmm. The flyers that I showed you. Mm -hmm. I print those flyers for myself. I prepare them, I gather my information, and I put them out there so that persons could hear. What I have been doing is trying to get persons since I got here to help by sponsoring these flyers so that I could print them to actually be on the road tomorrow sharing information. Sharing the fact that once you wear this, At somebody purple. would ask you, what, what is this about? And that is your cue right there to share, Gil. I am actually wearing this in solidarity for persons who lost their life due to domestic violence, people who are suffering. I want to be a voice for those who cannot speak for themselves. Let's scream to women, mm -hmm. family and friends, if you know anybody in that situation right now, mm -hmm. you know, show them how quickly their life can end mm -hmm. if they do not find the courage mm -hmm. to walk away from that man. Exactly, because sometimes we wait. Or woman. Sometimes I, I had a case in Jamaica, uh -huh. a Canadian national. She left her home in Canada because she picked up a man on Facebook. Lord. And she came to Jamaica. One of them died. That wasn't my case. But that she died during the same month that I had to deal with this Canadian national mm -hmm. who was beaten until the eye was popping out of the head. Wow. And she was bleeding profusely. We had to take her to the doctor. And eventually Love Life Now Foundation had to purchase a ticket and fly her out of Jamaica to safety back home in Canada. Wow. So these are some of the things that we have to do. It is as real as it gets. Let's when we look at Marcia Henville, she was a public figure. And nobody was, she was strong. She was resilient. Everything you would think about when it comes to a woman empowered. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we take these and we don't realize the type of hate the type of animosity, the type of jealousy. You remember, she was out there. She ain't doing nothing but working. Mm -hmm. But the spotlight was too much on her for him. I don't know what the situation was. But when she went to sleep that night or when she went home, she never thought 
that she would not have made it. She would have made news in such a manner the next morning. Such a wonderful, loving, helpful person. I remember Marcia. like that. I remember Marcia. I, I, mm. I spoke with her many times. You know, it was really sad that she met her, her demise in mm. such a violent way. And I mean, I know women see this all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember in the U.S., um, on the Maury show, mm -hmm. um, they did a, a domestic violence um, episode where they took women, they took the men mm -hmm. who were abusing these women mm -hmm. and they took them to the morgue, right? And when they walk into the morgue in the U.S. and they pull, in each, each one had an opportunity, it was about three men, three mm -hmm. or four men on the show of that episode and each, each one of them had an opportunity to pull, they didn't want to see the dead person. But when they pull the sheet, their woman, thanks to special effects makeup artists, mm -hmm. made up these women and had them lying down on the gurney to show these men. They were horrified, some of them. That is what you're going to put that woman through. This is where she can end up. And then there was officers standing in the wings to lock them up mm -hmm. because that is where you're going next. Mm -hmm. Your life over. This is the mother of your child. And they, one of the, they, start, they broke down in tears because they, have, they now recognize mm -hmm. she's looking dead. Makeup artist, of course, mm -hmm. showed, you know, put blood on the nose mm -hmm. thing. Her one eye halfway open and showing them your licks. Because what they did, some of them have pictures with when they were beaten, how their face looked mm -hmm. swollen and all of that from pictures. And they were able to make them up and put them in the morgue to lie down and show these men this is what you want to see for her watching them dead straight, listen straight. i mean maury did some follow-ups on on the episode and i was very i'm very pleased to announce that mm -hmm. these women reconciled with these men they had children and at the time when we when that when those episodes air those men were reformed thanks because they, they got some stern police warnings about these domestics and they actually reform. I do I'm not saying it's gonna work for everyone, mm -hmm. but I'm saying that was I mean, I big up Mori Povich on that. Amen. You know, that was mm -hmm. Amen and you know, glory to him for doing that. But listen, you, know? eh, you see that CD plant in there, don't put it in our lady's head, you know. Because we will walk straight back into our debt. That is it, eh, boy. We are taking it for granted too much that he would not go this far. He would not go this far. Well, ladies, I want to tell you all this afternoon, he will go that. You ever hear the old saying, think about it like this, a thief does thief until they catch him. Mm -hmm. Because each time he go to a thief, mm -hmm. he tell himself he could get away. And every time he gets away, mm -hmm. he's saying he could do it again, but he got away. Mm -hmm. So he could thief again. Until he becomes a murderer. And I was getting to that. <laughs> until he becomes a murderer. So people, but he's a thief, he go kill. Mm -hmm. He ain't really come to kill you, you know. But you got in the way of his escape mm -hmm. and he don't want to get catch so he could push you down kill you mm -hmm. to get away exactly it's what you call an unintentional homicide mm -hmm. most of them so but he and but he became a they, killer when they tell you that they're gonna kill you usually they have played it out in their head a hundred times, times how they're going to kill you mm -hmm. how they're going to what they're going to do after it doesn't usually happen like that but how are they going to get rid of your body? You know? So it is in their head. They're looking at you and they, they already tell themselves one day, I'm going to kill her. This is what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to make it look or set it up to look like she attacked me or this. But they, once they say, I'm going to kill you, they plan to kill you. I don't know how good they are in staging that. Eh? But mm -hmm. if they tell you, are you correct? Do not take lightly when a man says to you, I'm going to kill you. Or oh, a woman. Yeah. I know of a situation where <laughs> a man almost lost his life in the Lacano area. Let's call it the area. Mm -hmm. Lacano. That is in San Juan. For yeah. those of you who don't know. The woman was very abusive. And he leaving the house to go on lime. She'd wet him down. She'll pelt bottle behind him. Mm -hmm. She will he wouldn't hit. They will cuss and quarrel, but he's not hitting her. But she will always antagonize him. Mm -hmm. And this one day she pulled a knife during an argument. And he say, what? You put a knife for me? Well, choke me now. Well, guess what? She choke him. Mm -hmm. She choke him. The, the man the man say, when he get his stab, so he see blood. It's because she catch him by one of his kidneys or something by his thing. Whoa. Had to rush him to hospital. Mm -hmm. Of course, 
and he's still in really press no so that she got no, charged. She was supposed to get locked up, man. She get her, she get charged, but going to court, he end up dropping the charges and because I'm already trying. But what I am saying, the she, he said, Miss Lady, you pull a knife. I go stand up and say, Well, choke me now. Mm-hmm. Brother, you serious? Mm-hmm. As a man, any woman, you pick up a weapon to hit me, you mean even if it's yes. a bottle, mm-hmm. you pick up to hit me, mm-hmm. you mean business. You mean business. You're not playing. Mm-hmm. At that juncture, you mean business. So yeah. my boy gets stabbed. Mm-hmm. He got stabbed. Mm-hmm. Because he's stand up brave and tell himself, she is always quarrel, quarrel, but she pell bottle behind you already, partner. We laugh about it, but she pell bottle behind you. <laughs> She take up bags with water and have it under the porch. When he dress up to go, lace him with it. No, you see, those type of relationship, you run from that. That's a menace. Listen, a man. That is a menace. Any woman behaving like that is not a woman. I am so embarrassed a woman who would bring themselves to that level. I feel bad for men who stoop that low. Mm-hmm. I think you're a coward. Mm-hmm. I understand you can get vaccinated. It's how women, as I tell you in the past, they mouth hot. I remember doing a show and I say women just look for licks. Some of them just look for the violence against them. And everybody was, a, was against me, but I was never afraid to speak out on these issues because mm-hmm. let's call Jacket. Let's get Jackie Jacket and call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. If you antagonizing a man mm-hmm. to that point, like my father used to, t- you know, talking to his friends and yeah, he would always say, um, I, I would never hit no one, but if I get embarrassed, you find I might lash out. You embarrassing a man. This they say still waters run deep. So the man docile and you're, you're abusing him. One day he could lash out at him. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. That woman. Now the thing about it is, the woman, the woman might not end up dead in the situation. You know. You, the abuser, might end up dead. Because mm-hmm. she could could plead temporary. She could go insane temporarily. Not plead it, you know, but literally trip off her night. Mm-hmm. And when you don't be the woman and she and she sit down there <laughs> and she crying on you, yeah, you're bad, you lie down. Mm-hmm. That woman could just go mad and pick up a, a cutlass, chop your knife, stab you up in your sleep, <laughs> throw some hot oil on your hair mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. kill you. She getting whole. But when they investigate the, the years of abuse, lawyers going to argue mm-hmm. temporary insanity. Yes. But we don't want to promote that. But we there. don't we want, want that. Men to be strong. We don't want and that. See a spade for what it is. And walk away. Run. Is, abuse for what it is. And leave with your life. Leave with your sanity. There is life after domestic violence. You cannot just survive, but to thrive domestic violence. Let the, this is success is the best revenge. So when you walk away, you walk away. Nedco. They open Big up Nedco. Everybody. Go to Nedco, try and get a loan, start a little business, and start a life. You don't need, if he's in Barataria, you move and you go Arima. Go south. If he's in Arima, go San Fernando. Come down to town. you, Trinidad, big enough where you all could live, and he don't have to know exactly where you are. But start over your life and take control of you, and take control of who you, who you know you are, who you was born to be. This fighting Bain when up. you're done your neck hurting you in pain imagine a man choking until you can't swallow and then he come in to have sex with you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you want to open your legs yeah i i i don't know i talk very straightforward mm-hmm. you are to now come and be part of a intimate moment mm-hmm. where there is no love and and if you if you don't want this ladies mm-hmm. That is that that tantamounts to rape. Even though you consent and you you know you go along with it because of the licks mm-hmm. and whatever you go along with it, you bruise because you're not mm-hmm. in it. So your body is not giving what energy it needs to, to, to for this. An experience. Eh? I remember once my two kids, my the same my abuser. Mm-hmm. He went to a party and a girl gave him a number. So he woke up this the morning and he didn't see the dollar with the number. She wrote it on a dollar. Because I literally saw it and spent it in the market. So when I did that and he woke up and realized he can't find that dollar, I was already cooking. He took the pot of stew chicken off of the stove, holding it with a cloth. Take my head, break the windows with it, push my head outside of the window and have that butt, that pot of boiling. Where you're looking at the pot and you're literally seeing it bubbling God. for a dollar. So my sister-in-law was so scared, she wrote any do- any number and just put it there and said, Anne, Anne, look the dollar here. He took it, and two days later, he called me laughing. He said, um, 
You know I nearly kill you and the girl get my wrong number. Tootish man. Mm -hmm. Normal, normal, just like that. Normal. He would take that cutlass and beat you and when you scream he put it in your mouth. It have men out here that is so <sighs> wicked. And you need to get up and run from any any abusive situation. Any abusive situation. Coletta, I want to say thank you for being here with me. Mm -hmm. for sharing your story with us this afternoon. I know appreciate. people appreciate it, people listening, and I show their jaw drop. Mm -hmm. This man's so brave to tell you, I nearly kill you, you know, and he killed him my wrong number. Yes. You didn't even recognize that A is T-fed, he get T-fed, eh? mm -hmm. to save your life. Mm -hmm. You are very strong. This is one black woman. She's very strong, and she continues to advocate for you. I know many of you all, you may not be in a situation, but do you know someone? Help them to come out yes, of it. Help somebody. Help, help somebody, them. especially when you know what you went through. It makes it easy for you to feel the other person's pain. Go the extra, because I'm out there tomorrow for Independence giving out flyers. I've been asking all week anybody, I put your logo on the flyer that would give general resources and information. I have not gotten any sponsors to Don't come worry. on board. Just to help me print some flyers. We're going to have information to back out. and forward. When you return to Trinidad again on your next journey, mm -hmm. we're going to do this again because I, I, while you're in Jamaica, I go and talk to you on Zoom. Oh, Let's talk. You. Tell me what's happening in, the, in, in Jamland. We're going to talk. We're going to yeah. talk. And between now and Monday, I will be anywhere that you all invite me. Supermarkets where there's a lot of women. I will come set up and speak to women. And give the give out resources, information. We want to create awareness. Love and licks do not mix. It well is said. time to love life now. Indeed. So, so thank you guys so much for being a part. I mean, we run out of time. I can't even take a phone call because news is up next. Remember, I tell you, Carlita, mm -hmm. anywhere you go, I, Davy Murray, will be a feature speaker, guest speaker. Any help mm -hmm. you need, I dare with you guys. All right. Oh, this. There. They are there, my dear. <laughs> they say love at first sight is often cured by a second look, but once you fall in love with Davy Murray, you will never have to look again. Whoa. Until the next one, folks. When you miss me, I'm gone. When you need the independence to speak your mind, you take it on the all-new talk radio, Freedom, Freedom. 106.5 FM.